Life Audio. Hello. Thank you for listening to Your Daily Bible Verse, the podcast that examines one verse each day to learn more about God and His will for us. I'm your host, Jennifer Slattery, and after this short word from our sponsor, we'll dive into today's Bible verse, Matthew 10, 13. everyone. If you've been injured in an accident that was not your fault, listen up. We have legal professionals standing by to answer your questions for free. Call now and find out if you have a case and how much it's potentially worth. Call 800-497-4410. I'm here with spokesman John Wolfe. So John, tell everyone listening who should call right now. Well, Maria, first off, thank you for having me here. It's always nice to answer the listeners' questions. Now, as far as who should call in... Anyone who's been injured in an accident and think you deserve compensation, give us a call right now. 800-497-4410. You'll find out if you have a case and how much it's potentially worth. Thanks, John. You heard it, folks. Take advantage of this opportunity and call now. 800-497-4410. Advertisement sponsored by Legal Help Center may not be available in all states. Today's Bible verse is Matthew 10:13. If the home is deserving, let your peace rest on it. If it is not, let your peace return to you. Years ago, when my grandmother was dying of ovarian cancer, I felt a strong stirring in my soul to share the gospel with her. I was in my early 20s at the time, and I was just learning what it meant to walk with Christ myself. Yet here I was sensing the need to freely share the invitation to grace that the Holy Spirit had so freely and powerfully shared with me. I felt equal parts determined and anxious. I so wanted to know her goodbye wouldn't be the end, that I would see her again one day in heaven. I wanted her to experience the peace of Christ, a joy and peace that would last for all of eternity. But I also worried about my ability to explain such an important truth clearly and about how she might react my message. While I still hope she received God's free gift upon her deathbed, sadly, she did not the afternoon I met with her, and I left feeling broken. Even more so the next day when I received a phone call from my uncle, who has always been hostile towards Christ followers. And in that call, he was angry with me for initiating a spiritual conversation with my grandmother. He treated me as if I had been unkind to do so. And both of those situations, my conversation initially with my grandmother and then later with my uncle, those stung for some time. And maybe you can relate. I wonder if the 12 disciples Jesus sent out in the passage surrounding today's verse could as well. They also were relatively new in their faith journey in following Jesus Christ. And unlike the respected Pharisees of their day, they didn't have formal religious training. They weren't popular orators or influential businessmen. They were average working class people. One a zealot, another a tax collector, others of them fishermen. Yet they were chosen, called, commissioned, equipped, and empowered by God the Son. Notice how Matthew 10 begins. In verse 1 we read, Jesus called his 12 disciples to him and gave them authority to drive out impure spirits and to heal every disease 
and sickness. This means wherever they went and with whomever they spoke, they were proceeding from and functioning in the authority of Christ. No one will ever, no one could ever receive any more power and authority than that. And this reveals an important principle. When God assigns something, whether that's to parent or foster a child, to teach a classroom, to lead a ministry or Bible study, to support a hurting neighbor, God will give us everything we need to do everything he asks, just as he did with the disciples. Before unleashing them, he assured them that they were fully equipped and sufficiently empowered. Then he sent them out in pairs, saying in verse 7, As you go, proclaim this message. The kingdom of heaven has come near. They were to live as Christ's representatives, bringing his light and life wherever they went. And they were to do this by being instruments of healing, of life, of freedom. The same is true for us. Wherever we are at each moment, that is our mission field. That is where God wants us to speak life and hope. That is precisely where God wants us to shine, to proclaim that his kingdom has come near through our words, yes, but also by doing what we can to bring a bit of his kingdom of heaven to earth. When others respond well to the gift of life we're presenting or revealing, we stay a while. We let our peace rest upon them. In other words, we bring God's peace through the Holy Spirit residing within. In other words, we carry God's peace wherever we go. We bring God's peace through the Holy Spirit residing within us into every situation in which we engage simply by being present. And as we remain sharing the truth that leads to increased peace and soul deep joy, God's peace flows through us to others. But notice what Christ said about those who reject this peace. If a home isn't, quote, deserving, meaning if they clearly have no desire to receive God's truth, then we let our peace return to us. And as the next verse states, we shake the dust from our feet, meaning we don't own their reactions. We don't own their poor behavior. We don't carry guilt and condemnation from one moment of rejection into another. And we certainly don't allow other people's actions to hinder our calling. We can expand this principle to include all areas of life. Our joy, peace, and freedom and our callings are much too precious, much too important to allow someone's sin, someone's rejection, someone's dysfunction, their hard-heartedness to taint our souls. Now, that doesn't mean we randomly and flippantly cut people off. It means we diligently and consistently seek the power and presence of Christ and learn to live deeply anchored in our Christ-centered identity and the authority due a redeemed, adored, and commissioned child of God. That's a process that requires learning to live more deeply connected to Christ, to take full ownership of what belongs to us, our obedience, our growth, our behavior, and doing that knowing we are covered in grace and refusing to own other people's behavior, recognizing that their behavior stems from their immaturity, from their sin, from their woundedness or insecurity. It's refusing to give other people's voices more authority than the voice of our God. And again, that's a journey. But one thing I found helpful is reflecting on that phrase, shake the dust, and visualizing when I feel rejected, when I feel insecure, when I feel attacked, visualizing myself just shaking that off 
And sometimes that visual helps to remind me and helps me to rest more deeply in Christ. Let's pray. Holy Father, you alone have the authority to define us, to call us, to assign us roles, to shift our direction. And you call us to walk in confidence and to walk boldly, knowing that wherever we go, we are carrying your peace with us. Lord, first, I just pray that you would help us to guard the joy that you have given us through Jesus Christ. Help us to guard it fiercely. Show us when we are allowing situations and people to steal our peace, and then teach us how to regain it, how to protect it more fully. Above all, we know peace and confidence and joy is found in you. So when we are hurting, when we are insecure, when we are frightened and anxious, help us to hit pause to connect with you in that moment. And may we feel your presence in us and over us. Thank you that no matter how we feel, no matter what we encounter, we are your children. We are deeply loved. We are sufficiently empowered. We are wholly and fully known by a God who pursues us, who empowers us, who trains us, who goes before us. And it is in the name of your Son and our Savior, Jesus Christ, that we pray. Amen. Your Daily Bible Verse is a production of Life Audio and Salem Media. If you liked what you heard today, please take a second to rate and review this podcast in your favorite podcast app so that more listeners like you can find the show. For more faith-filled, inspirational podcasts, visit us at lifeaudio.com. Have you ever attempted to read the entire Bible? Did you do it, or did you only make it part way? I'm John Stonge, and I host a podcast that will make it possible for you to make it through the entire Bible, one chapter at a time. I've been hosting the Chapter a Day Audio Bible Podcast since 2015, and every single day of the week, I read one chapter of Scripture, then follow that up with a time of prayer. And if you're looking for daily insights and inspiration directly from God's Word, I hope you'll give the Chapter a Day Audio Bible a listen. You can find it at lifeaudio.com or on your favorite podcasting app.